We're live. We are live. Welcome back, Daniel Sun. How you been, Lukey? Oh, good, mate. I didn't neck myself in lockdown, so <laughs> the, the huge, uh, painful lockdown that we had. Um, the so crowd's co- divided, though. Huh? The state's divided on what's right and what's wrong. Oh, not according to my Facebook status. It was 500 to 1 against me, but anyway. Um, we, uh, we've got, um, got a couple of special guests tonight. Um, normally we've gone with one guest and to have two tonight is good, and mainly because they're brothers, but uh, the Hartlett boys, Hamish and, and Adam, the Edwardstown legends. So how are you, lads? Good, mate. Going well. Thanks for having us. Appreciate good, to, uh, good to have you here. It's, uh, it's kind of uh, ironic sitting in Edwardstown where, where you guys... <laughs> Started at all, didn't you? You've been. Um, did you grow up in Edwardstown? Oh, we, we grew up down in Glenelg, um, but I, I actually remember it quite vividly um, how it all came about that we ended up at Edwardstown, and we were um, we were just kicking the footy one morning um, in our property in Glenelg North, and Mum came out and said, um, you know, Edwardstown Footy Club are after some juniors, and and Dad had played about fifty games there. Of senior footy, um, which we were sort of unaware of. Um, Is that how my old man, your old man? Possibly, usually? yeah, 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 days, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we that following week went down to training, and Hamish sort of slot, slotted straight into the under nines as at age five, I think you were at the time, or six, and <laughs> started picking up BNFs at will, and then. Um, I uh, I was eligible for under 11s, but they were pretty stacked at the time. They they finalised their their squad more or less, and they've uh, always been um, yeah just had a shitload of houses from yeah. juniors all yeah. the way through for um, years. Yeah, so I uh, I got pushed up to under 13s, and they were, I, I didn't I don't think they were overly keen on even keeping me around, but um, played a practice game of under 13s at Foss and and played pretty well, so they. Pushed some poor bugger out of the under-11s and slotted me in there for the season. And, uh, yeah, we I think Hamish ended up playing over 200 junior games and I notched up 100 as well. So Shit. a couple, few flags between us. The um, the townies days, yeah, like I said, they were, they were even the juniors were always dominating. Um, you see they're starting to climb their way back up now. But um, we'll skip forward a bit. We'll come back to townies. But speaking of stacked sides, the, the club that you two came from, Westies, um, I was only looking at it the other day. I had a, was having to think about it. The the year you got drafted, I'd love to see any SNFL side that's produced not just players of that two year period, but mm. top end talent they had. I mean, you had Bo Waters, Cooney, mm. yourself. It was Cameron Wood, yep. Byron Shammer, yep. Slattery, Henry Slattery, yeah. Jordan yeah, Russell. Like it just kept going yeah. and going. Yeah, um, that's good What do you reckon that? How do you think that that side came together? Like, was it just luck of the draw, or did Westies have that good a juniors program? Oh, I think they've they've shown still, you know, to this day that uh, you know they develop two or three recruits almost every season now. And um, you know, Johnny Noble gets picked up in the mid-season draft, you know, a year and a half ago, and you know plays finals footies at Collingwood this year. It's and, and, and Will Snelling, same thing, you know, gets picked up in the mid-season draft. Um, comes top ten in Essendon's BNF, um, and they're not weighing wonders. They they've signed on again, all yeah, 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 absolutely. So um, no, I think we've we've just had a really good history of of developing uh, footballers and top end talent footballers um, at the Bloods. Do you have many come through with you? Um, so around my period, we had. Um, 
Tyson Sluttery played, I think he only played oh, yeah. maybe one game at Essendon, but um, he was at the Bombers for a couple of years. Tate Silverlock got drafted to the Bombers as well. Matt Martin was Mitchie, a rookie. Mitchie Robinson. Mitchie Robinson, so yeah, interesting right. story there. Yeah, <laughs> I think I told you <laughs> the story that Adam yeah. told years ago. You go ahead. So, um, yeah, so those those boys that I mentioned obviously didn't play um, a, a great deal of sort of AFL footy, but still um, elite, you know, SNFL juniors, and we we all played together in a under seventeens premiership team against the Maggies in what have been two thousand and. Seven, I reckon it was, um, and yeah, Mitch Robinson was a part of that team as well. So basically, um, he grew up in Tasmania, uh, got expelled from his school uh, at the time, which probably comes as a surprise to absolutely nobody. Um, and his sister was was living over in Adelaide at the time, so he came across for one year uh, when he was sort of sixteen, seventeen, and we played in flag together, um, and he was quite dominant in that grand final. So we got a bit of a relationship there as well. I love Mitchie. I used to love it when he was at Carlton. Just yeah. he just had that mongrelness about him that you can't coach into players. They well, see the habit of their own. Him and Adam played a few seasons together yeah, as well I at Carlton and, and Northern Bullants. So. Yeah, a couple yeah. of years together. I remember his first year pre-season, right? <laughs> Young kid, and like you run into him and he fucking like, hurts. He's just sharp and bony, you know. <laughs> and uh, we were playing. We were doing this competitive drill, um, and I put him on his ass. And he got up, and I was just like, oh, he's an 18-year-old kid, he won't fire up. And he got up, and he ran at me, and just tried to run through me, and I sort of braced myself for it, and I was like, fuck, he's shoulder here, eh? <laughs> Didn't plan it too much. Anyway, the next day I wake up, and my bicep all down to my thumb is just purple. I've just burst something in my shoulder. Anyway, yeah, he uh, he's just a madman. He's just... And I, I, I'm the same as you, Cs. Oh, I love the way he goes about it. And uh, you know what? He has toned it back a hell of a lot. Oh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, big time. He, he would just snap. Um, when he was at Westies, yeah. I don't know if you... I think it was you that told me that they had to... They were doing the training. They were doing like a 3 cool down. When they are doing a cool-down lap and he like biffed one of Mate. the kids and ran away. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking like... <laughs> The day before the grand final in the under-17s, right, we're doing our warm-down lap. The boys are fucking, you know, feeling good. Like, we're, we're pretty excited. We're pumped up playing in the grand final the next day. We turn around, and Robbo and this other kid, Todd Blackshill, who was, um, he was a pretty fiery unit as well, they're having a scuffle, like, 20 metres behind the pack, just, like, trying to wrestle each other and, like, belt each other up the day yeah, before the grand the final. Warm-down warm down lap. <laughs> we're going, boys... Fuck are you doing? Like pull your heads in. Like we've got a fucking grand final to play tomorrow. And they're like just trying to go like you know, s- smash each other on the deck just like twenty, 20 metres behind. It was ridiculous. Um so yeah, it's rare unit and there, there's another story of, of um one of his first training sessions at the at the footy club during a pre season. We're doing a running session and um Robbo decided he'd had enough and we got he got he got halfway around the other side of the oval and he jumped over the fence and he legged it outside of the stadium out onto uh, South, Ro- South Road here, ran all the way around um, the to the road. other side of the, f- to the footy club, snuck into the change rooms, grabbed, grabbed his bag and pissed off. <laughs> he'd had enough of the running, he fucking... He's, you know, Oh, he's he not even got for this shit. So, and Carlton were thinking, yeah, we'll grab him. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, he made it through the season and I think he ended up having um, you know, 38 or 39 in the granny and he was a pretty, pretty influential player. 
Oh, so he came back after. He came good. After he came good. Yeah, he came. He, he decided to rock back up when preseason finished. He was, he was too good to leave <laughs> out of sight. Yeah, he's too good. We're not going to say no. <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, done, he's done so well for himself. Yeah. Like yeah, when he first came into the scene, you were thinking, "Look at this reptile! Like he's not going <laughs> to last." And he's just got this beautiful family now. Two hundred games, and you know, one of the best wingmen. Um, yeah. As tough as they come, mm. you know, and uh, he just gets the job done, eh? Was, like, was, was it against Port one night where someone was getting into Lockie Neal and and he was coming off the bed? It was yeah, and um, and, yes. and, oh, and it suck. was like, not yeah. scared of anyone. Yeah, it nah. was just like you are dead. He's got um, his eyes are like black, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's just fucking yeah. scary. He's <laughs> <laughs> a scary looking unit. He tried to fly kick me one night. We um we went over to um oh, I went over to Melbourne to watch Adam play in a granny for the Northern Bullants. Yeah. I reckon Robbo I think he was playing that game as well. Yeah. And um boys boys lost anyway. We ended up going out that night and getting on the piss and um Robbo and I were, were sort of fucking around out the front of the pub, like, you know, having to like pretend pretend little like play fight and I and I accidentally like Pretend to jump and punch him, but I clipped him on the jaw. <laughs> and mate, he Didn't fucking well. saw red. He was trying to kick me and shit, and like the boys like fucking settle settle down. Right, yeah, he's, he was pretty mad, but yeah, like Adam said, he's toned it down a fair bit. And you can't you can't train that into people, can you? No. They're either like, and on You've the footy field, you, they have their you have your for and against for that type of player, but you'd rather take the. I'll have that guy on my side oh, than, yeah. than than on the well, other when team. he when he got delisted from Carlton, he messaged me. Said, mate, that, that, that shocked a lot of people mm. at the time. Yeah, they sort of cleaned a few. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I had a bit of an overhaul of their list it, at the time, didn't they? had a few off-field discretions yeah, as yeah, well, festivals. That's right, he got in that brawl outside yeah, that club, club one club, time. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that he bets, wasn't it? Yeah, was Betsy he was involved in that? Or? Yeah, anyway, he um, he got in contact with me. He said, mate, I'd love, oh, I want, want another chance. Like, I think I'm still good enough to offer something at the level we had outside. I messaged um, Jason Cripps at the time. Trying to get him to port, um, but Crippard sort of said no. He's not quite what we're after at the mm. moment. Um, but yeah, when he's got his second opportunity at Brizzy, and he's mm. been yeah, he's incredible. Done, he's taken yeah, really well. yeah. The uh, the Carlton days, um, interesting. When I talked about it with a few people, when you got drafted to Carlton, um, you to me and to a lot of people back in the day at saw you playing at Westies, you were the most natural full forward. You'd lead out, grab it, and rarely miss. You'd go back and kick goals, and when they drafted you. Then they said, I think Pagan said, we're going to make you a defender because mm. I think you did well at the state championships yeah. as a defender. Do you do you look back and think, if they didn't have Fevin, I think Whitnell at the time, mm. it could have been a hell of a lot different because you could have stayed as that forward? Or? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I, yeah, I, I sort of... The, the, the prospect of me playing as a defender came about... Um, I did my PCL um, playing for Westies, and um, in, I your, in your draft year, in uh, I reckon it was, yeah, it was my. I was a bottom major. I could go, in, uh, so I missed out on the, the first draft that I was eligible for. And, and that year, I um, I did my PCL playing at Westies, and um, when I came back at the back end of the year, just before finals, I didn't have that that. Um, acceleration, I couldn't really jump off it. So my coach at the time said, "I oh, will play you as a, a full back." Mm-hmm. And and at the time, um, James McClay was playing at Sturt, and he was a big, you know, strong full forward. And and 
it wasn't overly quick, but I, I could sort of match it with him if I played in front of him a little bit and, and read the ball, which I was reasonably good at. Um, that could, you know, be beneficial for for our side. And I actually played pretty well throughout the final series as a fullback, and I was pretty raw. And I think that's what Carlton saw. Yeah. Like he he know he, can, he reads the play pretty well. Um, there's plenty of upside there. Um, and then the following year, I, I played state 18s as a as a defender. I only played one game and did my hammy, um, and then came back um, from that carnival. Was playing reserves footy, did, did the same hammy again, and I was starting to shit myself. I was like, "Fuck! I barely played any footy this year." Um, might not get a go. I might not, yeah, get mm. a gig. And then um, went back to the under 19s, and we won the flag and uh, kicked a fair few goals. They threw me back forward and. It was a bit of a surprise when I, I sort of went over there. Did you kick 70, 70 or 80 goals that uh, 19 year? Um, no, 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 because no. I played the majority um, in the reserves mm. before the state 18s and then came back, played a bit of reserves and then um, last month or two in the 19s. And, um, what did you see yourself as, like a, a defender or you thought, I'm a forward, I want to be a forward? Yeah, I, I certainly saw myself more as a forward. Mm. Um because I've played there since I was, you know, eight years old, nine, nine years old. Witness you know, bags and bags yeah, over yeah, the years. And yeah, and then, uh, but, I, I, you know, I was happy to do whatever. Yeah. If, if Carlton, you know, said we see you as a uh, key defender for the next ten years, obviously I'm going to say, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, I'll do yeah. that. Yeah. But I had my opportunities to play a bit of forward um, when I was at Carlton, five years there, and they, they flipped me around a little bit, mm. but uh, I just couldn't sort of keep my body... Um, on the park um, and get that continuity that you need. Um, and I, I love like reflecting on my time there. And there's a lot of stuff that I'd do a hell of a lot different now. But, I know. Um, I, I just want to oh, ask you. Shit. What did you do the night before you debuted? <laughs> At SNFL level? No, no, AFL. When you debuted for Port, what did oh. you do the night before? I don't know. I feel like you might have a story here that I. That no, I'm not about you. <laughs> what did I do? Oh. Well, well, me, me and Borchi were uh, going to Melbourne because we just booked in Adelaide Carlton and it so happened that he got picked for, to play that week. And during the week, oh, fucking hearts is playing. This is a great time. So we messaged him and said, do you want to like catch up after the game? He's like, we'll have dinner the night before or something. He's like, do you guys, do you guys play poker a bit? Yeah. Like, yeah, I play a bit <laughs> of poker. I don't fucking remember this. And <laughs> so... He, so I don't, he misses at the time, dropped you, picked us up from the hotel. We went to the casino oh, and played <laughs> poker. Tiggy was there playing. Um, not before my debut. Yeah, not before the debut. We oh, were playing poker at the Grand Casino. <laughs> and uh, it was switched on. But that 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 uh, it was. I, I got bad at it real quick off the tables. I think we all did. But then we went home, and I remember that next day though. It's uh, Adelaide, I think. I think you guys had came back and you just hit the lead. And so, obviously, we're going over Adelaide and <laughs> Ian Perry in the last five so minutes is running into an open goal and then you came out of nowhere and, and grabbed him from behind, holding the ball. And we're in the middle of like a Crows cheer squad. And me and Borch are the only two Crows people that jumped in the air and went, yes! <laughs> oh, fuck. We, you know, that, we that, was, that was five minutes before the end of the game. Yeah. That was my first kick. That was your first kick from that whole... It was, <laughs> yeah, that hole in the ball. Game. Yeah. I remember that vividly. It was right in the goal three. square. He thought, I've got all this time in the world and you just fucking run yeah. him down. Um, uh, that was classic that day because Pagan uh, was coach at the time and he goes, Hearts, you're going to play as uh, full back on Scott Welsh and, um, you know, 
I don't care if you don't get a touch as long as he doesn't get a touch. I was like, sweet, no dramas. Quarter time, we roll in two handballs each. Starting on the bench. <laughs> beautiful. Thanks, Dennis. I've done my job, about 15 minutes into the, uh, the quarter, go on to a half-forward flank for about five minutes. <laughs> Back on the bench, righto. Half-time rolls around, starting on the bench. Ten minutes in the third quarter. Go to half forward for ten minutes. <laughs> Fucking back onto the bench. In the last quarter, I played on Perry. Not and so I didn't sniff it either. Oh, they got dropped. Oh, You're like, like right, eh? So, so no one's gold on me. No. Uh, no one's really touched on me. I've stopped him from kicking the the, the seal. Oh, shit. And he dropped me. Yeah. It was. Um, you you had played through at the club. You were there for quite a. Um, they weren't at the bottom end, but they weren't at the top end. But they had some good players roll through that yeah. those times. Like, yeah, you look back at the paper and you had, um, well, Fev for one. Like yeah. Probably him and Jonathan Brown, or Lord, probably Fev is one of the last real full forwards. Yep. Um, yeah, I was real lucky. I, well, we were fanatic. We, we still are fanatical, um, you know, footballers and uh, just loved the game. And. We would collect stickers and footy cards and just knew, like, every club, every player, like, by number, off the back, top of my head. So as kids, who did you blokes go for? Uh, Crows. Big Crows sports. Crows. Big Crows sports. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Were, you were full-on Crows nuffs like we are, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then when I... The only, only team I didn't really have much of an idea about was Carlton. So I walked into the change rooms my first day. I was like, who the fuck are these blokes? I said, oh, there's Cooter. There's Scott Campbell. There's Whitnell. There's Fev. Oh, there's fucking Digby Morell sitting over there. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them, I was like, who are these blokes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, nah, quality. Like Brad Fisher was uh, a, a gun player. Kate yeah. Simpson, you know, I got to play. Um, is, that, is that nuts that you sit there and he... He's playing on next year, isn't he? Or is nah, he done? No, he's, he's done. done. But yeah. even playing this year, yeah. like, holy shit, he's, he's still going. Yeah. Um, and then Juddy comes on board. Yeah. I got to see the start of Josh Kennedy's Murph. career. He's a superstar. Mark Murphy, Bryce yeah. Gibbs, Matty Cruiser. Like, 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 serious like talent. Wadey like, was a star, yeah. man. He's got to be Brett, around a, a good yeah. club with a lot yeah. of good players. Teague, as you said, um, one of the best and fairest there. Uh, Brett Thornton was a great defender. Yeah, no, it was yeah, pretty lucky, yeah. Good time. Yeah, shit, yeah. With Pete Scotland, Nick Stevens. Scotto. Oh, Scotland, yeah, because yeah. he came from Collingwood over to you guys, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. When um, when you got picked up by Port, yep. um, was that 08? End of, yeah, end of 08. 08 draft, yep. yeah. Yep. Um, obviously, coming through Townies, Westies, all that, you always knew you were going to be midfielder, not like you were your forward defender. Um, and now you're a, well, you're a permanent half backman now? Yeah. Or yep. Do you, do you wish you would? Been more of a midfielder, or yeah, um, yeah. I've, I've sort of reflect on that a little bit. I I did spend. I well, actually when I first um, first started at AFL level, Choco Williams played me at halfback. So my first game was across halfback, okay. and I I reckon for the first my first season at least, um, yeah, I played as a as a permanent sort of halfbacker, but not really defending as such. More sort of reading the play and um, trying to find the ball and, and use the ball off halfback there, but. Um, sort of evolved into a midfielder, which I was always my dream, you know, to sort of come in and be one of the sort of elite midfielders of the competition. Is And I guess um, a lot of that stems from what happens when you are a junior. Um, you know, for me, I was you know, really lucky, played in some great teams, but um, I guess was always the, 
you know, the number one man as a midfielder and, and then you sort of get to AFL level and you probably realise that it's a bit more difficult to do it um, in the big league. But, yeah, it was always my ambition to be that type of player um, and played some, some good years in the midfield, but it sort of got to a point, I think it was the end of 2015, 16, um, where I didn't feel like I could contribute the way I wanted to in the midfield and that was probably more from like an aerobic point of view. Um, I'd get to contests... And just feel absolutely knackered. Um, yeah, yeah, and didn't feel like I could then go again like some of the elite midfielders um, can do. So, sort of got to the end of that season. Um, I reckon it was the end of 2016, and and is, said to is, the is that is that like part and parcel because of the soft tissue injuries, all these injuries you haven't had yeah. eight nine years of build up like some midfielders may have had. Yeah, it's probably a little bit to do with that. The Again, like Adam, the lack of continuity um, throughout that period. And I think when you've got soft, soft tissue injuries, and Adam will, will attest to this as well, I think there's um, a big mental and psychological burden that, that always sits with you. Mm. Um, you know, every time you sprint for a ball, every time you're, <laughs> What's gonna go? you're chasing, gonna you're, go. Sur- you're wondering, like, you try and hit do you that. Actually, do you actually think yeah, that? Yeah, if yeah, I mate. go real hard here, it could yeah, go. Yeah, I, got yeah just, absolutely. I was just so worried about my running technique. Out in the footy field, rather than fucking worrying about where I need to be. Like, now, is, this, is this partly because of the obviously over the last 10, 15 years that type of stuff? How you run is mm. is how you do it. Mm. Is that yeah. what you coach to? Let's run a bit better and yeah. not tear it. I had a, I had a running coach at Carlton. Oh really? Two or three sessions. Yeah. A week. yeah, yeah. Funny, you do a lot of that sort of stuff, running techniques, sort of shit. Yeah. And then I reckon this year I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to run how I run. Mm. How I've always run, like as a kid and whatever, growing up. And for the first time. Honestly, for probably the last 18 months, I reckon is the most free I've felt from a soft tissue point of view where I've actually f- physically felt capable of being able to you know, chase after my opponent yeah. at full speed. Yeah, um, yeah well, so, what, pl- so to play with that. this year, yeah. it, uh, it, pe- people get stuck on stats and all that kind of crap, as I do watching Dream Team and all that crap. <laughs> but I reckon watching you, it's probably your best season. The way you played off half back, you ran back in the pack, you fucking crunched so many poor bastards that didn't see it coming this year. And that, I reckon it's been your best year this yeah, year. Yeah, I probably feel like the the difference between my best and worst was um, uh, was far smaller this year than what it has been. Yeah, so from a consistency point of view, I was, yeah, I was really happy with... With the way I went, but again, that comes with a bit of freedom of mind, knowing that physically I feel like I could hold up. Yeah, so I had a little bit of an issue with my knee throughout the year, but um, come game day, you sort of forget about that, and soft tissue stuff was was back of mind, um, and that allows you to be able to, to play with a bit of freedom. That knee issue clearly didn't didn't come through on the telly, mate. No. Yeah, it, it was interesting. Um, I was on a bit of a modified sort of program throughout the week, and. Generally, after games, it would feel pretty ordinary. Um, yeah. And then by sort of morning of the game, it would Sorry come good it. and feel all right. And then, um, and then I'd, uh, yeah, she'd be feeling pretty ordinary Tom, after Tommy that. Brown wasn't reporting any exclusives on it all. Oh, yeah, he's, he knows it all, that bloke. <laughs> no, I tell you, the, um, the, the sort of four days, uh, four games that we played in a couple of weeks uh, stirred it up. Really, stirred up really a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I remember you yeah, saying yeah. that you, you might not be getting through them all. Yeah. Or you might have a rest there. And I think there. going... Well, we yeah, through. sort of got through it okay, but I think going forward, that's something that we'll mm. probably have to um, keep in mind. I was shocked with now. the whole AFL, like the entire league, how you expected clubs to be resting players during that period, and then every time the teams would come out, you're like, no change, just no, no, no one's been rested. But every club was like, we got to win games. Exactly, like, right. we need to get yeah. these wins under yeah. our belt. 
And uh, for the players to get through that festival of footy, they called it, in, in what footy is today, how physical and demanding it is, fucking amazing, to be honest. Yeah. I think well, the shorter quarters definitely help. Mm. But, um, and yeah. the fact that you probably were barely training. Oh, I'm not sure, but you're probably barely training. It was I all about know. you play, you recover, you have your meetings, you know, you, you get you yourself light, right for the next game. Very light couple of the day yeah, before. Yeah, make yeah. touch a few footies, but nothing overly exerting. Simon was saying the D's, the problem the was you had, um, like, you, you, I didn't realise that you couldn't all train as one. Like one no, year, no, like no, there was all these, all co- these COVID restrictions yeah, COVID in place as well. So I was yeah. like, You'd see it. You'd have a it's something you want to fix in your midfield and, and mm. stuff like that. He's like, and how you move the ball. Do it by zone. You just you just yeah. yeah you couldn't get the whole team out and do it. You had yeah. to do it in bits and pieces. Mm. So that's, it was, it's amazing to see what the, the the teams did this yeah. year. Yeah, there was um no contract no contact training sessions for the most part of the year, and then sort of towards the back end, it was like. No contact in the most physical yeah. game yeah. on earth. Dead set, like <laughs> how fucked is that? Likes to be running with the ball in the midfield at training, and no one could lay a finger on him. Like you couldn't tackle him. You couldn't aerial contests for a large portion of the season. If there was one guy like flying for the footy, you just sort of had to let him go. Let and him go. Yeah, so it was um, it was sort of tough to prepare for a game like situation and, in and under was those that circumstances. Like a club by club. Decision that or that no, that was, was across the whole league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then towards the back end of the season, once um, I think once finals hit, we could sort of train full contact um, at least one session a week. It may, may have been the whole time, but yeah, it was it was bizarre. Like because um, it wasn't state to state, was it? You, if one state could do it, it didn't matter. You all had no. To, everyone was to under be, the same yeah. same rules and restrictions. Like we we had to run out onto the oval. Like we could knock around in the change rooms together. Actually, no, there was four separate change rooms set up in, in the club at, the, at that point in time. Um, and we all had to run out onto the oval in our groups of sort of ten at different times, like, you know, a minute after the other group had gone, sort of thing. Yeah, it was, was pre-game? Was a, uh, no, that was... Oh, at training. That was at training, yeah. Well, it was I'm quite a bizarre set of Coaching at Glenelg this year um, during this COVID phase, um, groups would rock up and they'd have their own section of the grandstand to go and get changed in. So yeah. they weren't allowed in the locker rooms. Yeah. All together. No. Uh, yeah. If you were in group orange, you, this is what part of the grandstand you've got to get ready and this is what part of the oval you have to train warm up in, in yeah. train in, yeah. do everything in. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Group green, do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember just at amateur level when they first said you could train, like even just at Scotch, there'd be groups of 10 enrolled. But I reckon that lasted... Four or five weeks, and they said like you could then get back into yeah. it. But of course, SNFL, AFL, they would. Mm. And this is what uh, Montards on the on Facebook and social media <laughs> don't get. Like the rules that we were living were nowhere near the rules you guys were living. Like, you, you guys couldn't see anyone. You no. had to be in your bubble. And, like, and how many weeks were you out of your own bed? Oh no! Well, actually, we got lucky from that point of view. We we uh, were in the Queensland hub for. About two and a half weeks at the start of the season, and that was it. And then from there, we were just oh, flying in yeah, and out. We yeah, so we had a couple of sort of four thirty a.m. wake ups to get to um, the Lockleys Hotel to catch the bus straight onto the tarmac onto the plane to go and play, and then yeah, because yeah, you had to rock up night, in one so. unit, didn't you? You couldn't just yeah. And that was the thing. Drive. Like even though the airport was essentially shut down, we weren't allowed to drive to the airport. Yeah, to either drive to Alberton, park your car there, get picked up by the bus. And the coaches and support staff are in one bus, and then the players are in a separate bus. Or and then it would swing past Lockley's hotel, pick us up from there, and then literally straight out to the tarmac, 
Um, the hosties would tick us off and straight onto the plane, and it was pretty. Wa- it was pretty nice from that point of view. Just straight on the plane. Um, yeah. No. No one else. No one else on the flights. Not having to put yeah. up with any nuffs at the airport. Yeah. No security you, checks have or anything. You, have you got any inkling from the league about what they're going to do this year, or is it going to be much of the same? Nah. Or they they're probably taking it week by week. Exactly well, right. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, we saw just recently in Adelaide how quickly things can. Yeah, you know, how how quickly shit can hit the fan. So um, hopefully by then there's a vaccination and whatever, and we can mm. just get on with things. But yeah, we'll wait and see. That, they'd be so well prepared now. Though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Just be hundred percent. And, oh, and yeah. the players and, and each club have shown that they can get around it. Get around you it. Know, yeah. They can they can cram as many games into as many days as you guys need. So well, that, I, I must admit, <laughs> I was one of the one of the dickheads going, ah, this year doesn't mean shit. Yeah, I, I called it the COVID Cup, but. Yeah. When you see the two teams actually played off in a grand final, they they slept in hotel beds for yeah, yeah. for how long? Days, for, yeah, days, yeah, and didn't have their close. Well, some had their close family, some didn't because they yeah. opted out. But um, for those two teams to to go where they did, hell of an effort, amazing, massive yeah. effort. Yeah. But yeah. very good effort. What? Um, how did how did you handle that? The fact that you couldn't. Go hang out. Well, couldn't go have a beer with them. Yeah. Couldn't do this and that. You had to pretty much just isolate for almost all year. Yeah, um, wasn't too bad. I, I think, you, like anything, um, when you're thrust into a certain situation, you kind of it takes a little while to adapt. But then you just sort of get used to it, and that's yeah. just your life, you know. So um, we we're allowed to catch up as a family. Weren't we, I think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll play them by think, your rules, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, no, that's <laughs> right. I was worried. As, as, <laughs> so I was allowed to obviously hang out with um, uh, my housemate. So my sister lives with me um, and her her partner and uh, my girlfriend. Now, if she's listening, it, I wish we we should have got her here because <laughs> she's the unsung hero of the she is, yeah. footy. In, in, in 10 years' time... With uh, if her if her DJ and everything goes, yeah. she could make you two look like nobody. Oh, I hope she does. <laughs> I hope she does. She fucking she grinds away that hard at it. So hopefully she she gets she, a chance. Yeah, she could play footy too. We're yeah. trying to get her to go out and play some women's footy it. and get her drafted. Well, she court. played at uh, Townies. She, yeah. she won the best day, yeah. She comes second in the association medals. I'm saying one. I'm saying one preseason. She'll need yeah, and she could she, she could play, play AFW. Like you should, should get a campaign out, get 10 cat there. Well, <laughs> we've, we've got to get our ass out of bed before 2pm. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. true. You're getting fuck off for <laughs> Christmas now. <laughs> so she, she, so, she lived so with you. Anna, Annabelle was living with me um, and my missus and, and Annabelle's partner were wrapped um, at my joint as well. So intimate partners were fine. Um, and then family members up to a certain point in the week and then we weren't allowed to see them sort of 48 hours before our final test for that week, so we were getting oh, really? we were getting tests, COVID tests, um, at least once, if not twice a week, every week of the season. And yeah, there were, so we're only allowed to see our families um, up to a certain point of the week, and then mm. no one really outside of that, except for the boys from the footy club. So I haven't seen some some of my mates from mm. school for sort of um, seven or eight months. So we're catching up. Uh, Thursday night, which is good. Looking forward to that one. Reckon the state government could learn a bit from uh, the AFL about fucking <laughs> testing. <laughs> well, that's, that's yeah. Fucking cunts at work in hotels, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Yeah, let's not test them. The guys that are right near anyone that's infected, yet yeah, the AFL players are getting... Was it three times a week? Uh, well, at least twice. once, if not twice. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so, not not the most comfortable of tests. Um, yeah, but they're lovely. You know, we're obviously happy to do it to sort of 
keep playing games and yeah. My first one I'd done, I went up to Flinders and um, like I I just thought it was like you're rocking and do it, but you go there and it was actually daunting because line up. Put a mask on and that M90, M whatever mask is, you cannot fucking breathe in it. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and there's spaces and I'm thinking, geez, this, is, this is heavy. And I took the mask off just to breathe and I'm like, put the mask back on. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I can't breathe. But then when they stuff that thing up your nose, it's like, yeah, you, just, you go into, it's like on The Simpsons when uh, they're turning everyone into Flanders and Mo comes out holding a bit of brain and says, hey, Homer, it's not so bad. They just go up through your nose. It felt like that. But I must admit that a couple of hours later, I blew my nose. I was like, I've never breathed better <laughs> through my nostrils than I have after that. But I don't think I could be getting two a week. That would be... Uh, yeah, they go a fair way up there. Anyway, nice and deep. But, I mean, you got you got through the year. And speaking of, of the, the port year, the you sat on top the entire year. Yep. Your odds never came under 650. Yeah. I, I got your... And he laughs. But all year I was plunging every now and then, have another 50, another 100. And I'm like, these odds, they are on top of the ladder. Yeah. They're not losing. And their odds are not coming in. Um, in the end, you're a, a kick away from a GF. Does, yeah. Do you sit there and go, we had a good year? Or do you sit there and think, fuck, we, we were... You almost feel let down when, when you'd been outside the eight for the last few years. Yeah, it's a little bit of both, I think. Um, you know... I think anyone would be happy playing in a season where they win 90% of the games. Um, you know, obviously, we we would love to have been there in the last week of, what was it, October this year? It's <laughs> 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 all out of whack. But, um, yeah, we know that we were so close to to being there. But um, I think, you know, generally we put it down as a, a really successful year. We obviously, mm. bre- um, you know, bled some more games into the... The younger fellows of our group, um, you know, a lot of our good players played really well throughout the whole year. We, you know, we got pretty lucky in terms of our injury throughout the year, and I think you do need a little bit, bit of that on your side as well. Um, I think Rose, Rose and Mott's missed sort of a handful of games through the middle of the year, but other than that, we had a pretty good run with injury. Um, you know, we, we were really confident and, and trusting in our brand of footy that we were playing, and obviously held up for a majority of the year. And well, mate, um, it, w- it wasn't entertaining, brand. Yeah, of yeah, which is like, really good. Pains you to say if yeah. you're not a Port supporter, but watching them play footy, you actually wouldn't go, oh, Port's on, I'm not watching. Whereas sometimes you see Sydney playing free, you're like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to watch this one. But Port was entertaining. Yeah, yeah I think um, you know, because Richmond sort of beat us and then went on to win it, it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, maybe they were the best best team this year. And so you can could, you can kind of cop that, I think, um, to, to some extent. But, um, you know, we know we're, we're not far away, so... but. Yeah, having said that, a lot of our senior players are not getting any younger, and um, you know I'd, I'm not sure we can expect Boki to have another year mm. as outstanding as what yes, he had this can. year. Um, yes, even though he's can. yeah, he seems to be it's like Benjamin gun. Button, that bloke. Yeah, he's, 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 he gets better and better. But you know, for guys like him and Robbie and um, a couple other guys sort of coming towards the end, it'd be nice to really yeah. reward them with some success. So, well, we'll yeah, see we go. obviously everyone talks about your. Um, Talks about Rosie and uh, Butters and Dersma, and Dersma, yeah, the, yeah. the big three that got drafted that year. But I, I honestly believe that the the biggest deal in who I reckon will be your best one is that Mitch Geordie artist. Yeah, he you saw him leading out and grab it and clunking and going yeah. and kicking like that is just raw yeah. mm. 
aggression talent. Like, I reckon he'll be your best one out of the lot. Yeah, so he was, he's obviously just finished his first year, so he was uh, the the draft after those boys, but... Yeah. Um, is he still 18? Was super he exciting. Uh, I think he maybe just turned 19. Yeah. So, but Fuck. some of the stuff he was doing at training, like the boys, you know, we're talking Tommy Jonas, um, multiple All Australian squad defender. Tommy Clurys played 100 odd games, saying like he's the most difficult player to play on at training. Really? Because he's got athletic attributes unlike anyone. He can run, he can jump, he's got great aerobic capacity, he's got speed, mm. um, he's agile. Um, and he's got buckets, you know, when he gets a good run and jump at it, he, he clunks him. He so, clunks him, yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he's going to be an incredible talent. So, it's like uh, Adam Hartley. I saw, some <laughs> oh, I saw some um, highlights of that Miles Bergman yeah. the other day as well, and he looks pretty handy, eh? Yeah, so he's he's developing as a half-backer yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, I'll be working pretty closely with him sort of yeah. next year. And between him and a guy I'll probably draft this year, Lockie Jones, who's been you know, much spoken about, played in the Eagles mm, um, yeah. premiership team. Yeah. A few weeks ago, um, we've got some, some unbelievable depth in the back line as well. Um, you know, Jared Lena, Joel Garner, um, guys that have played... Lira Lear. Lear has come in. in yeah, I, so. I forgot about that as we're talking. Yeah. Oh, and, and Horatio. Like, Horatio. Yeah. So. My, my concern for Port next year is if Big Chuck big Charles yeah. goes down... You know, you got Mitchie who's going to be a gun and Toddy Marshall still developing. Like, who's who's the next in line? And when you see, like, a Jesse Hogan floating around and the Ben Brown was on the market and some, you know, big key four. I know Jerry, Jeremy Cameron was never probably in the picture for Port, but, um, you know, there was some there was some pretty handy key forwards floating around Bottom during off, the, yeah. the trade period. Yeah. I thought, you you know, if you can get a Ben Brown for a second-round pick, fuck, wouldn't you, wouldn't you jump at all? Or, fucking win out of yeah. that. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can have him for some know, twisties. A, like. <laughs> like he'd be in your best twenty-two, um, anyway. And working with Charlie, and you know, if if Charlie goes down or Ben or Brem Brown goes down, you know, you still got one out there. But at, at the moment, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a good point. In one basket. I mean, minute, I guess so. it was a similar situation. You this might year. have to play out the cage. Thankfully, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess you know we we can just maybe go a bit smaller if, if Charlie wasn't there. We've got you know a raft of. Smaller players as well up there now that we've got sort of Razio, we've got um, Rose and Butsy and Robbie and Motts. Um, so whether we just go smaller and play one or two forwards up there with, um, you know, Peter Laddams can go forward, mm, yeah. Aaliyah can go forward. Um, I was, I was yeah. certain. Wait and you laughed at me, but I was certain Razio was coming to Crows because I thought, oh, <laughs> the port shit didn't go down too well last year. I thought, oh, he'll just pick the other SO side. But obviously it was always penciled in. I saw him playing golf. Um, at Glenelg Golf Club, started this year with Tex. And, oh um, shit, they've got him now. <laughs> and uh, and I saw him play out there a couple times since uh, with Tex, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah, he's a shoe in to go to the Crows." No, uh, no. that's today. just the type of bloke and that's, he is. That's just, yeah. I think that's just the Norwood connection, you know, yeah. with those two. Yeah. But you know, oh yeah, when you're, yeah, there when you you're playing uh, it, yeah. playing golf with the captain of the Crows or. Yeah. Now, Adam, mm-hmm. I heard recently I'm gonna take a piss. No. that yeah. you may have worked for Lion at one stage. Yeah, correct. Now, I reckon mm-hmm. over here, Hammer. To the left, mate. Um, Thin I, door. I reckon um, I've been pretty fortunate growing up in a pub. <laughs> I don't feel like I've ever had a job yeah, because yeah, it's a lifestyle <laughs> rather than a job. <laughs> 
Now, of all the things you could possibly do working at a brewing company, mm. I found it absolutely intriguing what your job was at SA yeah. Brewing. Oh, it's funny. When I first moved back to, Not beer to SA, no, it wasn't. And I wasn't <laughs> a beer drinker at that stage, yeah. so I was getting the um, apple cider crushes given <laughs> five o'clock. Anyway, I got back to, to Adelaide and I was sort of um, uh, fucking around between jobs and... Um, Stevie Morris got drafted to Richmond and I had my personal trainer's certificate and, and Stevie was training a lot of clients out of West Adelaide but he had this, this gig um, eight hours a week at the West End Brewery training people in their gym and he, he's handed me all over the, these clients to me and this role at the brewery. So I just went up there, you know, eight hours a week and, and trained people in, the, in their gym. Um, and a lot of the, uh, the, the my clients that I, I trained there didn't actually drink, and they they were they were able to sign out two slabs each a week, <laughs> a week, uh, uh, a week or a month, oh, one of the two. Anyway, I, I, was, just, I was just I was just hitting up these clients. You know, you got any ciders available? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pick them up after work, and I just drive out of the, the brewery in my territory with about eight slabs full of. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that was the weekend set for the boys at West. We couldn't win a game of footy, but fuck, we had some wild times. We, oh man, we, we oh yeah. Mate, we, you, you say that though with Westies, <laughs> um, a lot of people, Westies had that drought. I mean, Borchie's old man was the last Westies captain up until uh, um, Schmidt. Yeah, was the captain. Yeah, yeah. Um, you came back to Westies. A lot of people. Like you see Gibbsy now, he, mm. he, he's done, but he's gone to South. Mm. He hasn't gone back to Glenelg, mm. which shocked a few. Happy for me, being a Panther <laughs> man. But to go back after playing footy at Carlton and everything, Bull Ants, to go back and win a flag for your junior club, what, yeah. just explain what that was like. Yeah, it was huge. Don't do it. Yeah, it's, it's funny. And I, I, sort of ref- I, I was thinking about that time uh, as soon as I got delisted um, most recently. I... Um, I had all these offers from Melbourne clubs to, to stay in Melbourne and play there and um, a lot of country clubs, you know, hitting me up and throwing, like, ridiculous More money. More money. Yeah. And no clubs, shit. Yeah. I, I was a better player at Westies than I was in the AFL mm. and VFL. I, I felt I'm more consistent and just more confident in my game. Um, but I, as soon as I got the arse, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back to Westies. And that was it. Um, and I, yeah, yeah, I said it to a close mate, uh, Mark Campbell, um, Zumi lives in oh, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah Zumi. Yeah, yeah, he's a ripper. Facebook, yeah. And uh, I said to him, "Mate, I'm going to go back there. I'm going to play 100 games, or I'm going to win a flag." And yeah, mate, I'm so. Did I was both? So, no, I didn't play 100. Didn't play nah, time, I was no. there seven years, and I f- finished on 88, mm. 88 games, and um, yeah, injury curse. My first few years there. Uh, you know what? After we won the flag, I got my medallion. I jumped off the stage and I <laughs> fucked my knee, and I didn't get back. To <laughs> I had an operation, the same one as you just had, yeah. and oh. I was eight weeks on crutches. I, I left it for a couple of weeks because I was fucking... Getting gas. I hadn't oh, slept. <laughs> you're, <laughs> on radio, you're on radio, yeah. couldn't talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I was... <laughs> Might share that later oh, on. Geez, I, I remember, I remember listening to that, and you couldn't talk. I'm like... Yeah, no, voice, uh, yeah. You lost your voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sodas is loving it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, I just wanted to get back and, and, and give back to to the club that gave me the opportunity to fulfil my childhood dream. And, and, you, and you actually, field. some players may not come back and play with mates, but you still had a fair few 
But Schmitty had a few blokes there that yeah came yeah. Back well, to I um I actually didn't have too many there at the time that I played with. Um, I'd sort of met them. Um, oh, of course, because you Melbourne, left as an 18, 19, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like Daniel Kerr, I sort of knew because he was at Foss when I was at Edwardstown, and there was a few boys there that I, I sort of knew, but I, it didn't bother me. You yeah. know, I just wanted to get back and um, and get stuck into it. And um, I was a rat bag my first, even my first couple of years back back here. And uh, Andy Collins and the club in general were really good to me and supporting yeah. me and. Um, um, helped me out a bit, and uh, yeah, no, nah, we we got the chocolates in fifteen, which was awesome. Yeah. I remember that. Um, what was the few years earlier when they made that GF? Um, Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, against and it was nightmare. Yeah, I, we're, I think we a few of us left like halfway through the third quarter because it was like at one point the entire game, every single player was in the forward pocket. Mm. I'm like, geez, there's nothing happening. Is, it was yeah. the most lackluster grand final, but. Um, to see you guys get back and uh, to win that flag, it was it was great to watch because mm. a lot of that club's um, obviously been through a lot over the years mm. with with Watson, uh, Benny Mitchell, yeah, Noddy, um, yeah. a lot of guys that may have either gone and played AFL or, or played two hundred league games mm. to get that flag. Um, yeah. yeah, it was huge. It's uh, funny. <laughs> you look at Mick's time. Um, as senior coach there, I think it was three years in total, and he had a like a winning percentage of like high thirties or forty, and won a flag oh, in that really? time because yeah. he had a couple of bad years. <laughs> yeah, because the year after we we won the flag, we were two and Spoons, sixteen or something. Yeah. You know, yeah, aren't you the first oh, team that's gone shit, spoon yeah. flag? We were spoon. we were second bottom. Yeah, flag bottom. Yeah. What was the reason yeah. for that? Just players retire when they won a flag? Yeah, we had a, a couple of blokes retire. We had. Drafted. Yeah, drafted, three yeah. three guys got drafted out of that team and then two under-18s got drafted as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. We just, yeah, lost a few players. We see in Sample, you can, you can be good one year yeah. and you can yeah, drop off yeah, the yeah, next. A few, a few good players makes a, makes a big difference. Yeah. You almost didn't play in that granny as well, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I, yeah. oh, I tore my quad um, our second final. We won the first final against Port quite convincingly and then... Um, we we played the Eagles the week after for a spot in the GF, and I was lining up deep on on big wunks, and no shit. Hey, the tripod. Let's just stop here. The best status <laughs> ever I've seen <laughs> from you on Facebook and said people say you got to emulate your opponent the night before a game. So I'm on one kid tomorrow. I think you said I'm going to eat twenty two packs of Tim Tams, eight, 80 yeah. beers or something. He yeah. kicks six on me next. He kicks six on yeah, so yeah, I lined up on Wunks this this final, and um, Jared Orman got a free kick out in the middle and hooked this ball inside forward fifty. And I just I bodied up on him and went to push off my and I popped my right quad. And I'd never torn a quad before. I was like, oh shit, something's not right there. Ran around a little bit, a bit sore. Um, and the trainer came out and I said, oh, let's worry about it a quarter time. Um, and I got through the court, had a couple of kicks, and it was okay, but it was a bit niggly. Anyway, I got through the whole game, scanned it, and I had eight centimetre tear in my quad. Eight centimetres? Oh. Mm. So, and you played on? Yeah, I played the whole game. And then I was oh, fuck, I'm fucked here. Like, oh, that's the grade two. Like, oh, it's normally a month. That, that's, yeah, that, yeah, that's six weeks. So the next day I got into um, 
there's a hospital in the city that they, they drew some blood from my arm and, and spun it and then they froze it and they, they divide the cells or something yeah. like that. So for the next fortnight, oh, well, we did it every second day leading into the prelim. We lost that final. Um, I didn't play the prelim. And every second day I was getting my, my quad jabbed. Oh, really? Every yeah. second day? Yeah, every ah. second day going in, getting this quad jabbed. And um, we won the prelim. And I was just like, oh, fuck me. I'm like race against the clock. To, and I didn't train. Didn't, you know, just getting this... This, this quad injected every second day right up till the day before the grand final injection had it scanned four centimetre tear yeah I'm going to play rah, rah, rah. I shit myself yeah. hadn't trained for two weeks I rock up about three hours before the game into the change I was the first West Adelaide player there the reserves pl- game was on I was waiting for the medicos to rock up I was waiting for Micken to rock up because I, I wasn't confident of yeah. playing Anyway, As in, they would make that decision, you're not playing? They, they were, so, you're playing. Yeah. They were like, you're playing hearts, mm. you know? But I wasn't confident. Anyway, um, I said to Mickers, I said, do you really want me to play? He goes, hearts, you tore your quad at the first minute mark of that final and play the whole game. That was an eight centimetre tear. It's now a four centimetre tear. Yeah. You're playing. We'll do the math. I was like, fuck, playing. okay. <laughs> and uh, I played like a busted asshole that day. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad I did play because I'd probably still be there trying to win a flag, to yeah. be honest. I, uh, yeah. The, um, I, as a father of girls, I, I see it pop up every now and then when you do your um, like comment on it. But that photo of uh, Indy in, in the cup, yeah. like stuff like that, yeah. You, you, you're never gonna ever get back, and you're like, mm. that's that's why you play footy. But, Absolutely. But you can win flags or that. But little things, if you got kids, mm. that that photo, she'll look at the rest of her life, and you'll look back on as as, as such a massive moment. So funny. There's a, uh, late in that game, Shannon Green kicked the goal to put us like 27 points up, 25 minute mark of the last quarter, like fuck all time on the clock. And uh, he he kicked that goal, and Filky ran past me. He's like. We've got this. And I said, Filks, get back to your fucking position. <laughs> like, I was just sat, yeah, like, caught up. And I was like, but no, it's not Stop over. So let's Wonky's out here. He'll kick six goals in about 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, some bullshit will happen. Well, I'm not meant to win flag, but, yeah, no, nah, we uh, we got it done. About 20 seconds later, the sirens in. It's, uh, yeah, no, nah, funny. Being a, a Wessie junior, yep. seeing them win that, obviously, was pretty massive for you too. Yeah, I think, yeah, I just... Just watching Adam, um, you know, have that ultimate success, knowing, you know, how much uh, he's been through in his footy career. Um, yeah, that that was what brought the most amount of joy to me. Yeah. Um, I must admit, in the semi final when it was Maggie's v uh, v Westies a couple of weeks prior to that, and, and I had um, you were sitting up with all the port boys, sort of twenty odd of my mates running <laughs> around there versus me brother. I thought, fuck, Get the fuck over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was definitely a, a neutral supporter that day, but. Um, yeah, knowing that um, Adam suffered so many setbacks in his career, mm. and you know has has wanted that um, that ultimate success for so long, and for him to get that was yeah it was really special for our entire family for you, sure. You say Adam suffered. You both have had mm. just runs of injuries that you sit there mm. and go, "Fuck, are these guys cursed?" Do you ever look at your mum and dad and think, "Fuck uh, you, what did you two do?" I, blame, <laughs> I definitely blame dad for one for one. Mate. So I I popped my shoulder out at um. Amy Stadium one day. Uh, I think it was against North Melbourne. It might have been the first first time I um, dislocated my shoulder. 
you know, I come off the ground, I'm in the change rooms and it's it's still out of position and Dad came down, he must have run, run down from wherever he was watching the game from, he come down into the change rooms and my shoulder's still out and I'm laying on the bed. I was like, fuck you, Dad, you <laughs> fucking shit shoulders because he, he had a lot of shoulder yeah. problems as, as um, footy and as a basketball. Yeah, footy and basketball He's come down to check on his son. Yeah, and yeah he's gone, fucking all right, I'll go back up to my seat then. <laughs> I did blame yeah. him for, for one time, but yeah, where all the soft tissue stuff came from, who knows? Yeah. Um, I uh, don't know, man. I, I used to get so disappointed by injuries, mm. and now I'm just like, well, I'm that used to it. Yeah, like, what's another setback? Early days, mum was like, nah, Adam, you'll be right, you'll get back on the horse, rah, rah, rah. And then as I've got older, sort of 26, and I'm having knee operations, and I've snapped both Achilles and this and that, mum's like, Stop, like <laughs> just stop. And I'm like, nah, fuck it, I love it. You know, I just want to get it back, get back out there. It's, um, well, you, you snapped your Achilles part of the playing for Imperials not last year, year before. So hold on, nineteen, um, eighteen, and nineteen. 18, I did 19. my left one eighteen and right one nineteen. Sorry, Third. you did the other one as well. Yeah. Third game back. You know, when he just I said it was the same one. You know, yeah. when he just said he did two Achilles. Yeah, yeah. fuck with. Don't be a smartass. <laughs> I'm just yeah. in shock that you can do one Achilles and then. Yeah. And when I, when I come back down uh, yeah. <laughs> to, to Adelaide from Mildura for this second op, I went into the see the surgeon. He's like, oh, so it didn't take. I said, nah, man, it's my other leg. He's like, you're fucking kidding me. I said, nah, I just blow my right Achilles, my good one. I went into that game. I was like, I shouldn't be playing because my left Achilles is no good. And I blew my right one. <laughs> when it happened, were you like, this is, I'm, I'm nah, dreaming. This I can't was, be happening. I was devastated. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I was like, oh, I actually didn't really know what had happened. Mm. It was just this loud, like, bang. Is, and it, then tr- is it true that it, you yeah. think someone's kicked your yep. leg? And, yep, yeah, yep. And I, yeah. And I turned around thinking someone had kicked me. Yeah. Uh, one of my teammates had, like, hooked around and tried to leave and kicked me. And I turned around. I was about to give uh, young Jaden Fox a spray. I thought it was him. Not and there. there was no and there. Um, my foot was just went all limp, and I tried to walk, and I hit the deck. Oh, and... My opponent, he actually, the ball got bombed in and he just stood over me with his arms. He's like, stop the game, stop the game. He was oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stood with That's me awesome. the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Was, I can't even, I don't even know who it was. Then I was the second time you did it. Probably you. And then the second time you knew. And then the second time I knew, yeah. That same excruciating pain, the sound, the same action, just pushing the takeoff for a lead. Mm. Um, and that was devastation. Yeah. And that's when you went, I'm done? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't played a game, a competitive game since. I've been playing seven-a-side footy at AFL Max yeah. uh, for the Mighty Mosquitoes and um, <laughs> kick 16 in two games, so not going too bad there. If you didn't, if you didn't do those Achilles, would you still be living in Victoria? Or nah. Uh, always going to come home? Yeah, oh, we were always going to come home. Um, I was, my last year up there, I was coaching Imperial football netball club and oh, oh, I loved it up there yeah. and my our whole family did you bought a house um, there didn't yeah, you we, yeah we still yeah. got the, the mm. joint there but um, my last year I coached um, solo and we lost the grand final by a kick and um, if we'd won that it would have been easier to, to make the move back it was the right time to come back given um, Indy started school mm. and uh, um, you know I wanted to pursue uh, coaching and, and there was a position there for me at Glenelg as well um, as an assistant. So uh, the timing was right. Uh, we would have moved back probably anyway. Um, but it wasn't a decision we made until sort of the, the back half of 2019. I oh, think yeah. we were 
we were, you know, we just bought the house at the start of that year. And... So in the uh, back of your mind, is like, we yeah, bought the house, we got yeah, to stay here for yeah, a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, I, 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 and I could have... I could have stayed there. Like I loved it up there, and great, great football club, great people, great. Um, so majority great is, mates, is, so. it's like and a, a great lifestyle. Of, the smaller version of Adelaide, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's just straight on the river. Like mm. th- there'd be times where you know I'd I'd have a lunch break at work. I'd go home, grab the shrimp nets, chuck them out, um, go back to work, finish work, go straight down the the river with my fishing rod, and bring them in. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of net full of shrimp really and uh, suppose, fish yeah. for a couple of hours and bag out and go on. The um, the coaching thing um, you spoke on—that's the next phase of your your fo- mm. footballing career. Um, back at Westies now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's rumours circulating you were going to get the uh, the A grade gig. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm certainly not ready for that. I've got a lot to work on. Mm. Um, and you know, speaking to my wife and, and Sarah's like, yeah, you, know, you got to go for it, you know, you go for the. But there's a bit more to it than yeah. um, than what meets the eye. And the problem uh, is, if, I, you, if you go for that job and you're not ready and you fail, you might yeah. not get a go again. Yeah. And I, I don't want to hang shit on people, but um, yeah, I spoke about uh, Mickers before, and it, it was a three year stint at Westies, and, and Nathan Grimes has just done two years at Sturt, mm. and Gavin Cole had three or four years. I, I want to be there like Roy Laird. Yeah. You know, do, make a real 10, 15 you be a career, career out of it. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be two years in and out because mm. then what's next? Um, so, yeah, look, I, I've got a lot of developing mm. to do and I'm pumped to be back at Westies first and foremost and to learn under Brad Godge. Like, that's oh, going to be sick. The, that's yeah. a yeah. huge get yeah. for Westies because South would have paid 10 times to keep him, but obviously mm. he was going to Collingwood, mm. so... To get Gotchi, um, I reckon your club's in a good position for the next five mm. years. And um, Hammer's going to sign up in a couple of years once he's done at the power. Yeah. Wait <laughs> and see. Depends where Dogger sends you. If you go to Port, <laughs> if you go to the Maggies. Are you, are you think SAFL's going to let me go and play for the Maggies after I retire from the AFL? No way. Huh? Or are you saying coaching or what? No, coaching playing. or playing? Nah, the, the SAFL won't let me... Retire from the AFL and then go play at the Maggies. They just bought in new rules today around, oh, around, oh, around today? that shit. Yeah. All right, yeah. fucking right, eh? Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> how's, the, how's the salary cap slashing in the sample oh, though? They're yeah, going from four hundred to two ten. Yeah. That's not going. Oh, we're going to take ten percent off. Mm. Knocked off half no. your <laughs> half your spending. Yeah. Yet South um, still signed Gibbs. So. But I think um, the current current signed players are all under JobKeeper at the moment, so they're still getting. Oh, I, okay. I think. Yeah. I think. No, I did hear something about. Yeah, it. they're yeah. still getting the payout even now. Yeah, you know. So you got some some reserves players that might be forty four and forty five on your list. Yeah, <laughs> getting you seven hundred a week. Like, yeah, I ain't going Wouldn't to play country <laughs> footy. I'll just there to be a train That's on it. Yeah, oh, I know. So with um, <laughs> back to to the AFL stuff. The um, obviously you've progressed over the years, Hammer, but. You played against so many gun players yeah. of, of the what do we call this the new generation? Um, who's your toughest up to date that you played on? This is one of these oh, generic wanker yeah. reporter questions we're um, throwing in here, but I want to know. It, actually, it is a generic wanker reporter <laughs> question. Oh, I think um, you know you spend you know, when you play half back roles, you don't necessarily play on one 
specific player um, for the entirety of the game, unless you know, unless you're a Jonas or a Cleary and you've got a, a match up against one of the big fellas. Um, yeah, we we kind of tend to rotate on several different players, so um, spend periods of time on all of the stars of, of today's game. Um, Dangerfield, uh, Ablett, Dusty Martin. You know, you play on all of them for periods of time, and they've all get their their strengths. And when um, you know when Tommy Jones gets caught up the ground on his opponent and Dusty sort of slides down to the uh, the goal square and you're the next man in line <laughs> to take him. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's that's not much fun. Because he's not, a, he's not six foot six, but he's as physically yeah. strong. Yeah, oh, look, you, 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 tr- you just try not to engage in, in a physical sort of body-on-body yeah. um, contest with him because um, he's, he's, um, he's just a thick... Thick unit, he's, he's incredibly strong through his core and you just can't sort of get around him or move him, so you're better off just playing off him a little bit and trying to run and jump at the ball. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, we, you know, fortunate, you look forward to those challenges, I think, now. Like, even playing, playing on Eddie Betts, even though he's towards the, the far latter um, stage of his career, um, you still enjoy playing on him because you know he's going to pose a challenge for you and, and a headache and... Um, you know, Charlie Cameron, these types of guys, they're, um, they're absolute jets. Charlie and Still grinds my gears, he's up there. You look forward to, to playing, yeah, you, you're a Crows man, eh? Yeah. You've lost a few over the last few years. Oh, just a couple. <laughs> pretty handy. You wouldn't want to whip out that grand final side anymore because it's just been absolutely uh, torn to shreds. Yeah. But, uh, you give There's only one shit. bloke left from that side, isn't there? Really? Oh, I don't fucking oh, know. Oh, no, no, half a dozen of these Smithy, Laddy... Tex, Sloan, it's Tyler, uh, Lynch. Yeah. Like you guys, most of them. Adelaide's always... <laughs> well, 90%. Yeah. <laughs> Adelaide's bottomed out for the first time, well, mm. ever. You guys have... I reckon when they picked you, was that their lowest? Their yeah, best yeah, pick? so... Um, I think they'd fin- uh, Port finished... Um, oh, 15th, 18th, 15th, yeah. Was Primus last year. year, and then... Or were you there Nah, nah, that was one of Choc... Uh, that was Choco's. Choco was at the helm at that point in time, and then my first year we finished ninth. Mm. Uh, we played in a game against Brisbane up at the Gabba in round twenty, or well, late in the season, round twenty-one or twenty-two, that would have um, secured a final spot for us, but we missed out on that one. Um, and then we were really shit, yeah, for a few years, like really bad. A um, couple of seasons where. You lost the Gold Coast for their first Yeah, win. lost the Gold Coast, lost, lost the, the GWS, GWS for their first That was honestly yeah. Easter, I remember yeah, that. So. We're away and we're <laughs> watching it on this tiny little TV. Yeah, yeah. we had, we had a tough, tough I was the hungoverest I've ever been when I was watching the, the Suns game at Adelaide Oval. Like oh, sorry, at Footy, footy Park. Park. Yeah. Oh. Westy had a shot after the sign and missed it. That's right. <laughs> um, I was with Nobsy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. In the car park, driving through the car park like with all these yeah, <laughs> <laughs> irate port supporters. And he's got on YouTube the uh, Gold Coast oh, Souls, Anthem, just he's pumped up. <laughs> and we're fucking driving through the car park with his Gold Coast Souls blaring. Oh, man. <laughs> he's a fuck. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. But, fuck. Yeah, there's some grim years there. Um, probably between 2010 and 2012, we were, yeah, Hardly won any games at all. Club was a fucking mess. Um, you know, obviously the, the um, tragedy with Johnny McCarthy over in Vegas. Joel's a part of over there. Um, you know, club was on its knees, sort of on field and off field. And then 2013, we we got a few um, really significant people into our club. You know, Kenny being one of them, and then 
Darren Burgess, who actually um, implemented some some fitness into our group, <laughs> um, which sort of kept us in games. Um, and, you know, Koshi with some off-field stuff that really helped us as a club as well. And then from there, we've I don't think we've finished um, any lower than sort of 10th. Yeah. Um, since then, so. Bit, bit of talk about Darren Burgess in the news in the last 24 yeah, I hours. Saw that. I saw a comment today that he might be coming yeah. back to Cha- yeah, Channel yeah. 7. About. Talking about him going <laughs> to getting up on the screen, getting slapped on the face. Doesn't, the doesn't feel real good. <laughs> doesn't look real good. Big Lazavinovich has just dropped him. Uh, just on the TV the above us, it's got Geelong St Kilda from 1941. <laughs> and Kenny has hair. He's carrying on like a pork and, chop. And uh, he, he's obviously copped he the hair. where he is. Slapped him <laughs> and he's dished it off. Lazavinovich just. Spread his nose across his lid. <laughs> he was getting in a bit of a scuffle earlier too, Kenny. He didn't, didn't, he These are the good old days. Skinny and wiry frame. But, um, <laughs> he has to bring it up with him going, did the slap help you, mate? <laughs> oh, Danny Frawley. Gilbert McAdam. Gilbert. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some of that in the back pocket hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Just dangle on lateral, If I had lateral movement like Gilbert McAdam, I might. I might, um, yeah, I might you spoke about... Just take it down a bit. You spoke about, obviously, McCarthy. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Over there. Um, how did that af- like? How did that affect you? Um, it's, it's not like uh, like you're, you're you're fifty, sixty years old and a mate dies. You had a, a current player yeah, on your best mates. That was um, so. That was the first real tragedy um, death that I'd ever experienced. You know, as a person, I was twenty. 22 uh, mm. we literally landed in in Las Vegas that day um, and Johnny was actually a late inclusion onto that trip he wasn't yeah. going to come and we sort of convinced him the week before I think it was to sort of come along we'd had best and fairest the night before um, straight on the plane over to Vegas and it was literally our first night there that all unfolded and then we, we woke up the next day and um, it was just the most sur- like Oh, it, it's it's difficult to mm. uh, to sort of comprehend and to um, explain mm. um, in words how how that felt when mm. that news was was um, dealt to us. But um, yeah, pretty much you know, twenty four hours in Vegas, turned around, quarter flight back to Australia, and um, you know uh, it actually galvanised us a lot as a group mm. you know, on field. Dom Dom Cassisi was our captain at the time, and he was absolutely phenomenal in um, man, in organising. Mm. Um, the boys just to be around each other um, mm. throughout that period, and we had you landed and yep. got in shuttles straight to Dom's house, yeah. And all the families are there, yeah. So all family, friends, yeah. We rocked up just as a whole family, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the first time we'd seen. Mm. Fuck, it was Vir- fucked. Yeah. So Virgin Australia were absolutely phenomenal as well in ensuring that um, uh, our privacy was kept as well yeah. throughout because you know the media storm around oh, it was right. fucking yeah. huge, yeah. right? So well, they're Vir- all over in Vegas, weren't they? They're yeah. Mate, so Virgin, um, you know, ushered us through all these little private rooms and corridors and stuff to keep us away from all the cameras. And then I think between the club and Virgin and the airport um, had organised us to all get sort of um, chaperoned from the airport Mm. to to Dom's house, where we all met as a a playing group um, and just confided in in one another and cried and grieved um, for a couple of weeks. Stewie, Stewie Cochran... Was our player welfare manager at the time, and he was incredible at, um, at just organising events for everyone to ensure um, everyone's health and welfare. But um, yeah, from a from an on field point of view, uh, we we I guess made the most out of a, a horrific situation in that um, you know we really came together as a as a group. Um, I think a few of us kind of 
took being in the AFL competition for granted a fair bit at that point in time and we just thought, fuck, we're, we're sick of being a, a basket case. Um, you know, Johnny and Johnny's family in particular were, um, were keen for us to really um, make something of the situation. Um, so they were incredibly supportive of the footy club in playing for him, uh, uh, playing with him, I should say, and not for him. Um, as if he was the, the 23rd member in the change room type thing and he's we've still got a mur- mural of, uh, of Johnny in the change rooms at Adelaide Oval mm. so um, he, he was only at the club for sort of 10 months but the, the impact that he made was quite quite remarkable um, just a really positive energetic guy and yeah it's funny he I think he spoke to his family on several occasions saying that you know this group um, it's, a, it's a good group of boys and they'll they'll find some success at some stage so yeah it's pretty remarkable I, I remember when um I don't know how long after I think it may have been three or four months. I had a mate of a mate of mine get he got king hit down at the bay, and um, he was in a coma for about a week. And then the family decided to pull the pin. I remember getting a message from you saying, "Hey, mate, um, like hang in there. We know yeah. what it's like. Like it's 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 tough to deal with." And that was like same with me. Like I've I've had old relatives die. Yeah, and I not think taken it's that sudden stuff. That, that's yeah, but someone you know and spend time with yeah. dying, yeah. it was, yeah, it was it was extremely confronting, and mm. and you you dealt with that had, had, with <coughs> obviously the boys at Westies, it's mm. and and later on, um, it seemed to have been a cursed club for a while mm. there, but had, had, you obviously yeah. was a bit of a support for, for yeah, Hammer. oh yeah, I, I remember that, you know that time vividly, and I was working at Emmanuel College um, in. Uh, a room called Yurta, which um, Indigenous students would come down in their freeze or if they needed help with their work, come and, and, and do their work. And one of the girls was on the computers. And April April Barry, uh, her brother Dom, Dom Barry, oh Dom yeah, went Dom. to Melbourne. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. April Barry, and she's you know, on the internet. She goes, fuck, a, a port player's died in Vegas. And I said, what? what? What are you talking about? And she goes, yeah, a port player's died in Vegas. Vegas at, they reckon it's a 22-year-old. Uh, and was oh, Jay Max the same yeah. same age yeah, as you? Yeah, he, yeah. He would have Didn't maybe been oh, yeah. twenty three, oh, but yeah, right. So, and Mum's ringing me. She's like, Mum's like, have you just heard what's happened in Vegas? And well, I said, yeah, yeah. I've just uh, yeah. And she, you know, I said, I'll, I'll try and find some details. Yeah. And and she goes, do you know who? I said, I've got no idea. Dad rings me up. He's like, have you heard? I said, yeah, man. I've I've heard. I don't know anything. Mum rings me again, bawling her eyes out. It was just. An absolute, fuck. it was horrific, man. Yeah. Um, that time, um, but yeah, like the, it was before. I, I, how, I, how long? How long before you got the call that it, it would have taken half an hour for us to find out that it wasn't ever, yeah. it wasn't Hamish. Yeah. But you know, in saying that, makes me feel sick mm. to be grateful that it yeah. wasn't him. You know, mm. but it was just a horrific time, and the club have been exceptional. In the way they've dealt with it, and and the boys are just, as Hamish said, like so galvanised by it all. And I love the fact that they they embrace J Max still, and um, yeah. you know honour him. Um, and that's that's, that's the tough thing that clubs and any club I know, like Melbourne, you had with Broadbridge when yeah. obviously that yeah. year, yep. you honour them, and then you, you don't want to just be like that flash in the pan. You no. don't want to honour them for a year or a year and a half, yep. and then they no, just go off to be to be a um, a, a bit of a, a memory, yeah. 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 So it's it, it's tough, and, and I don't know what you do at Port, but that's um. Well, he he was the last man to wear number thirty five, you know, and that was that name was um 
but the number I should say was made famous, I guess, by Chad Chad Corns yeah. and. I think Johnny was the man to wear it after Chad um, went to GWS, and that number's you know since been retired. Um, I don't know whether it's going to remain that way or whether it'll ever come back to grace the field again. But um, I like the, I like the thought of it being retired. Yeah, yeah. the same man, just off off the cuff. Like yeah. It's not like a champion that retired. It's yeah, he's yeah. a current it's player that, that, we, that passed. Yeah, you know, the good, I guess, you know, the way we sort of commemorate him um, at the moment is. You know, from game to game, we, we present a, um, we call it a, a hidden hero award, which is for a player that does stuff that is really valuable to the team that you might not notice on, on the TV screen, um, you know, blocks and fucking whatever else it might be, sticking up for a, a mate behind the play or whatever. Um, so that's called the, the hidden hero award uh, and it's it's a pr- prison bar guernsey and it's got the number 35 on the back of it and it's it's reflective of sort of the values that, Chad instilled in the club um, as a player and, and remembering Johnny as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, that's a cool way that we kind of still celebrate his presence. Speaking of the Chad, <laughs> now, he's your runner. Um, do you ever see that guy in the showers and go, fuck me drunk, he's got a better rig You look like anyone. you've been photoshopped. Yeah, and he's <laughs> that's it. Rogues is talking about going, Mate, when, <laughs> he does it. When him, when him and Scotty Thompson were at the club, co- <laughs> you know, Chad was running and coaching and Scotty was a was midfield coach for sort of a year and a half, mate. They, they, honestly, they had the best two Weapon rigs. They had the best two rigs at the club. Uh, bar none, 100%. Like, Charlie's got a, you know, he's pretty staunch. He's, um, he's cut pretty well, but Chad and Tomo, when they were in the gym together, it was like, he's nah, no he's still clear. Yeah. So he's, and even still, like, He's got a wicked gym set up at his house, and he just smashes it like a couple of hours a day. You got Kane looking like he's dying. Yeah, <laughs> you got Chad, which looks like yeah, he's, he's filming Rocky. Oh, cool. I saw Kane running the other day. It looked like the wind was pushing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just done a quite forty k warm up. Yeah. But they're both, they're, you know, they're both obsessed with Fitness. what they do. Yeah, you know, Chad, Chad in a strength, you know. Way and, and Kane, oh, yeah. Kane and Kane's unbelievable. Yeah. They're both they phenomenal both fucking just like unbelievable. And everyone, everyone hangs shit. Oh, I hang shit. Everyone does at some point. But there's a lot of times this year, I'm like, fuck, I agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then you see how insanely fit he is. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't walk 40 kilometres if you said here's a million dollars. The guy runs it in bloody... You'd think he'd get that wing fixed, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no, that's... Yeah, AC joint. Yeah, it's fucked, in it? That big step that so he's hey, got. He, is that like a, an injury that he never got fixed? Or? Yeah, I think you can have it surgically um, fixed up, yeah. you know, operated on at the end of the season or whatever, but... I'll, have and you, he, got, a, have you got a list of shit you're going to get done when you retire? Like, you're like, I can't do that now, but when I retire, it's a lot of well, work. Well, I'll probably... I'll probably get your nose straightened for Yeah, I'll get my nose straightened. <laughs> I probably could have had a shoulder off at the end of this year, but I've decided against it. Just let it go. Um, my elbow gives me some break. It's funny you stretching like that. That's exactly how you were at that cafe this morning when I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a few things going on, but that's all right. We all do it for the love of the game. Um, it's funny, I'll speak to old blokes that are like, yeah... I've been walking down on crutches for the last sort of month. I had a, a knee operation. Like, oh, footy, eh? I'm like, yep. They're like, yeah, well, fucking good luck in 30, 40 years' time when you go have a fucking knee replacement. I'm like, yeah. Thanks, mate. If I can get 30 years out of my current knee, I'll be happy. But When I go to Melbourne, and I think, I don't know if Simon's a rare breed, but he still like runs every morning at, at mm. the D's and... 
and he, he walks around with his shirt off, and I'm like, fuck, he still, <laughs> still got the six pack and yeah. everything. And he's just one of those guys that will never stop. Well, you look at Bucks but, as well, he's and Bucks, yeah. yeah. But his body, I know, like his groins are fucked and yeah, right. everything was like that. Like he always had issues, but I suppose that's just the price you pay for, for what you do. Like mm. I a think lot of people would happily take that. To yeah, do what you do. I reckon, you know, when you get to that age, um, you know, the soft tissue stuff probably doesn't come so much into play because you're not running fast no. and you're not, you know, you're not ex- doing stuff explosively. So if your joints are right, you, you're probably good. But I reckon the older you get and the more fucked your joints are. Yeah. Like, you know, the worst of yeah. are, yeah, so. Now, we're probably getting to what I was hitting a bit of time here, but the um, the Hartlett family, you guys have obviously come through the ranks, you've gone to Wessies, you've both played AFL. Um, which 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 one of you is the favourite with uh, with mum and dad? Oh, Hamish. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the middle hey. child, mate. It's, it's common knowledge He's the middle child. He's fucking boring, mate. He never gets in any trouble. He <laughs> doesn't do anything out of line. Me and Annabelle, you, rat the, bags. Are you the only guy to get suspended in like your second game of AFL footy? <laughs> Who just snot against Richmond? Tyson Slattery got done in his first game. Did and only game. Slats reported. Did. Yeah. did he? Yeah, he, he played all right that game. He too. did. He broke his nose. He, he got kicked reported. a goal. Kicked the goal. Yeah, he um, he got. <laughs> he, so he got. He got. Did he get married on the weekend? He did. Oh, was it? Great weekend. wedding. Beautiful wedding. Um, before the yeah. lockdown, yeah. fucking started. <laughs> <laughs> so he got an interesting time. No, yeah. I'm definitely the, the favourite. Yeah, but they're so on. Nah, but I'm smart about the way I go about things. See, him and him and Annabelle, they're. A little bit looser, they you know they fucking break the rules. They do certain shit that gets them strife. <laughs> so when well, you, you do it under to some degree, do the same <laughs> shit, but just don't get in just strife. Don't, for get, it. don't get caught. <laughs> Mate, oh, it might be the favourite now, but when you you know when you got kids, they care more about you. Nah, yeah, I you think, got kids. I think bloody mum and dad would be a soft spot for me. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, they, they've done a, they've done a good job. I mean, you got you got three kids that are all succeeding and what they're. Wanting to do that—that's mm. what you want from from uh, your kids. They've uh, they've done a big effort. So I don't yeah. know if if, <laughs> if mum and dad had in mind for me to be living at home with dad at age thirty four. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know, know if I had that. Are you all bunkered in with your dad? Yeah. Kids and all. Yeah, yeah we renovating a joint in Hilton. Actually, I was gonna. I was gonna Steady homes. I was gonna message you the other day. <laughs> you know how you you know how you messaged me saying you spoke to uh, Elsie at childcare. Yeah, and I know yeah. your dad. So the other day. So anyone doesn't know, she was like, me, danger, me, and Ad, me and Adam, our kids go to the same childcare. And I've walked in and Elsie this morning, it was oh, two, oh, that was a week ago. She was real, like, she's not normally clingy, but she kind of didn't have her best mate that was there. And then I'm saying goodbye to her and uh, your daughter, is it Miller or Miller? M- Miller. Miller. Miller yeah. She rocked up and... Uh, I said, I've told hey, you what it was, you still said it wrong. <laughs> Miller. Miller. He's literally fucking half a metre away from here. He's is told it Miller or Miller. It's Mila. Oh, Mila. No, I don't <laughs> no, it's Mila. I don't say it right. Okay. Mila. Mila. Mila Kunitz, the actress. Mila Kunitz. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I will remember yeah, now. Mila. Mila Kunitz. Yeah. And I said to her, I said, hey. And I, I think I actually said, you're Mila. Yeah. She went, yeah, huge big smile. And then I said, oh, no, your dad. And she just dropped her head. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, and I thought, fuck, did I say something wrong? And then I'm like, no, no, your dad's Adam. I know your dad. And she goes, hmm. I'm like, just did not react. And she's then, I, and then she's actually then she just like took Elsie's hand and walked off. And I was like, fuck, did Adam have a crack at her this morning or something? Nah. 
Ghost. How you find it with Gills? Oh, I love it, eh? Yeah, I, I um, Miller's uh, like you, mate. Yeah. And Indy's like Sarah. It's, oh, it's a fucking... It's chalk and cheese. Yeah. The car on coffees, you look at her, she's you. <laughs> yeah. And you look at Indy, it's And Indy uh, talks, talks a lot. Mila's quiet. Mila's quiet. Uh, mm. Just like at better home, like Sarah's yap, 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 yap. <laughs> fucking can't get a word in. And Indy's the same. <laughs> Man, yeah. I, I always, I don't know about you, but I always pictured like growing up having... Having boys, yeah. I love. I think that's natural. Man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I love it. They're, um, I don't know. I grew up with boys. I only had brothers. I never had a sister. Mm. Like you guys had a sister, but I've, I never had it. There's any women in the house. And mm. I, f- I feel for mum. Like the, <laughs> the shit that I look back on that we did and said, and like if my girls are like that, it's gonna fuck my head up. Mm. But she, she. She did well with three boys, but girls are like the the grounding fact, like the oh, grounding yeah. type of thing you need in your it's life. Change, being a father in general is just changing yeah. you, like emotionally and realizing what's now. yeah. Oh mate, man on fire! I stood up in the cinema going, "Great move!" <laughs> after after I had kids, I was like, oh, "I can't watch this." Taken, can't watch Taken. Like, can't yeah, watch any of that shit anymore. I know. Any yeah, emotional. Crying up. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I think you just get a perspective of what's really important. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I couldn't imagine life without him, to be honest. And um, like says and I talk about having another one, and I actually would not care if it was a boy or a girl. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give a shit. Be careful! It's the marriage break of the third one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit! Right, she doesn't, li- she doesn't oh, listen. Um, <laughs> Grace is, your f- Grace is your first oh, one you fuck with. Huh? <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> oh, nah, but it's... Just heat yeah. up. Yeah. How how much much it uh, Make sure they're twins in there. How much, <laughs> how much <laughs> pressure you put on him then? For what? Kid. For a third? Just uh, for a kid. I, um, Wedding, kid. Yeah, how old how are you? How old are you? He's 30, man. I've had two kids by your age. Yeah, I was 26 when Grace popped out. So yeah, Are you actually 30? Fucking idiots. He looks 40. He's 30. Fuck, you could play a kid at high school in a movie at the moment. In between us, they were like 25 playing the kids at high school. Fucking 30, boys. He's 30 now. Fuck, now I feel old. Nah, I've got a good one. I've got the Mrs. Um, yeah, the Dream Girl. Well, he said to, he oh. said to me the other day. Okay, no, it's the truth. <laughs> no, no, she's, she's the girl of my dreams. She's a ripper. She's a ripper. Um, she's of Serbian descent, so she's a bit fucking bit crazy. Oh no, <laughs> sorry. It's all right. It's all good. We got hey, a, we got a, bit, we got a, a Bulgarian mother. So that's right. We got a bit of Eastern Euro in us ourselves. So um, it's a good mix there. Yeah. Nah, she's nah, she's really good, mate. Um, but nah, she's 25, so she's obviously got plenty of time. Oh, you're young so, yeah, smart. Smart. Very smart. You can finish your whole career without having to worry about bringing the kids Correct. in the rooms. Jeez, now, now that I know you're 30, I'm not all that. I'm not all that disappointed about that extension to Ollie Wines. I was just like, come on, mate. I, I thought that's what you're having a dip at Dogger this morning about. <laughs> what the fuck are you was, doing for me, mate? I was, I was talking to Dogger about fucking trying to get me another year or two. Maybe <laughs> it'll take six months at the moment. Nah, but. But to be fair, I'm coming up the the last year of a fucking about a seven year deal that I signed with the club. But so they don't have that wanky. I've not to worry about it for a little you're while. Thirty and you only get one year extension. Oh. heading that way or to an extent, yeah. yeah. Unless you unless you are a bokey, but lots of guys by the time they get to thirty have, have had some sort of injury that they've got to manage. Like I know Robbie's Robbie's similar, although he might have got a a couple of year deal, but 
fair as well. <laughs> yeah, he's not a bad player. He's got the runs so, on the board. No, I dare say I'll have to turn away at sort of one-year contracts from now on, but um, that's what we've got to do. So How is it going make sure I was doing one-year deals yeah, when I was 20. Mate. you got to worry about him in the third. <laughs> no, I, I, can't, I can't argue. I can't complain. I've been very lucky. Maybe so. just uh, bolster the deal with a, a deal with Pearl or something. Are we going to see the drum out again next year? Or? Um, I actually got a... Oh, the um, drum. I, was, I knew there was some. I actually got a few requests to play in a couple of local <laughs> bands after that. Like, legit, <laughs> I fucking swear on my life. I swear on my life. No joke. I've never cried so much when he showed me... Was it? A, he, I don't know whether it was you or nah, your, or your yeah. sister. Yeah, sister. But, but oh, the video what, where he, you oh, were actually fuck. you were actually still on the fucking telly, <laughs> yeah. and there was a fucking social media yeah, post know, going, "What the fuck?" Hey, I'm watching it on TV, and I'm like, "Oh, this is hilarious." Then I get my phone out, and you've commented on his page, "You have fucking lost it," <laughs> and I was like, "I was in tears." And then when your sister made the video of uh, oh, Step Brothers, fuck you, North Melbourne. I actually posted that, like reposted that without even watching the whole thing, <laughs> whole thing through. Right, so I didn't see that last bit of that. If I'd known that, I wouldn't fucking repost it. That's disrespect. But sh- no, nah, she's oh, good with that shit. She's fucking. She's very creative. Where'd very, that come? You just thought we've been in. Well, we've nah, been in. So Tyson Goldsack um, was the mastermind behind that. So <laughs> yeah, with the, with all the COVID stuff, you weren't you weren't allowed to link arms yeah. and like you know carry on a bit with you the song. That drift off was it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck it, we're doing it. Okay, boys, bloody jerking each other off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to tackle tackle uh, uh, yeah, another bloke for an hour and a half, but, but no, don't be fucking singing the song together. So it was all a bit um, stale there when we uh, the first half of the year when we were singing the song. It was kind of boys just standing around and it was like, oh, and there wasn't much sort of. Um, it never looked right. Yahoo the whole thing, yeah. It was like, nah, you want to get me started on the clapping. Like he was, he was, he was pretty keen to implement. Um, yeah, something different. So he busted out the the drum, and we nice, sort of we were nice in upgrade from an esky. Yeah, <laughs> so we were in talks for sort of a week or two about it, and no one else really knew about it. And I actually didn't expect it to play that night, but um, Goldie was Goldie was uh, was in the change rooms with it after after that game, and he just sent. Oh, I think TJ went and grabbed it and put it in front of me. And, <laughs> The way we went, so we got a couple, <laughs> like, oh, I went in Rome. A couple of weeks out, it's one of those things. It's like you get into that situation, and then you sort of do it half-hearted, and everyone's like, "Oh, what a fucking what Waste an of time. idiot!" Like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it looks stupid, or you fucking have a crack at it, and everyone still says, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> but, like, yeah, I've been laughing as well. So. Is it the, the rules like with that where you'd be out there tackling, sweating on everyone, yeah. and then they go, "Don't link Don't arms." Link arms. Song as yeah. players, did you just go? That is just oh, fucking ridiculous. There were so many conflicting rules throughout the whole period that were just mind-boggling, mm. astounding, stupid, whatever you want to call them. But um, you had to abide by them, otherwise yeah. you were going to get in strife for it. So, um, yeah, it was worth doing. Did you feel for uh, when the whole Conor McKenna, Conor McKenna, I bloody said like Conor McGregor, when all that shit blew up that he tested positive and then it, the media just went at him yeah. like an absolute, as well, they do? Well, that's right, they... They, you know, the media sort of sweat on on things like that to unfold, mm. you know, so they can just go to town on it. Um, yeah, sort of felt a bit sorry for him, but it's not anything that he's going to have to worry about next year. He's right. back in Ireland, so we said that. Um, we said that. He's actually um, on the podcast. We said this will be the he's end. He's actually of it. come out and said recently. He if might there's something they could do partially yeah. come back yeah. for part, the season. Part, part, Any that wants to win a flag, I'll come and play it like <laughs> July yeah. or something. No pre-season. <laughs> if you make finals, I'll come back. 
Hold that. If you're in the mix, I'll come back. Oh, living the dream, mate. What I did like over the weekend, though, was... um. O'Reilly? Uh, yeah, O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. I like how Sydney let him go play. Yeah, that was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I played footy with Satanta and yep. Isaac Halpin. Yeah. And their brother, Sean Og, was like the king yeah, of... The king of Gaelic footy. Yeah, Gaelic yeah. footy. And um, so that was very, you know, um, you know important to them. Yeah. And, and it's, it's quite impressive watching... The game itself, oh. and the, so they're got, fucking yeah. athletes, man. They are. Well, you watch the hybrid shit that they do for Australia. Yeah. It's 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 so far different when you watch the actual Gaelic thing, and when they're running, and because they can't tackle no. or, or bump, and they kick into themselves yeah. and keep running, yeah. and you're like, Fuck, these guys are running hundred miles an hour. Connor did it this year in the AFL. Kicked yeah. it. Yeah. Oh man, that, that was, was right in front of us actually, wasn't it? Yeah, against so the Crows. Because I remember looking at you, and I'm like. Did he just fucking yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah, he, 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 he was he was like scanning, scanning, kick yeah. it. I got to kick it. I got to kick it. Nothing. I had nothing. Yeah. Fuck! I got to bounce it, and it was just like computers in, in his head. I, yeah. I, and that was it. Was just programmed. And it was completely natural. Back. Yeah, absolutely. Just bang. Little chip to himself, and away he went. Oh man, it was magic. It was so pure. So yeah. you were at um, Satana came. Were you there when he came, or was he already? there? I reckon he was already there. Yeah. Yeah, and then I yeah, so Izaki was um, was rookie of the year I rocked up. Mm. Yep. Yep. And Eddie Betts. And Eddie Betts. Fuck, what a player. Well that's when Satanta bloody whooped yeah. the shit out of Cloakie at training. Oh, I, was, I was oh, in the, I was in rehab at the moment. Yeah, at that surprise, time. surprise. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in the gym. <laughs> and uh, Satanta comes storming in with his yellow Gansey on. Puffing and puffing, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you were Grab, in the, you I weren't out, out there. No, I wasn't out there. And he grabs his footy bag and storms out in his boots. Does it Mitch like, Robinson? Yeah, yeah did it Mitch <laughs> Robinson. Fev runs in. Fucking Satan is just kick cloaky king in him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just carrying on like a poor job. I was like, surely, surely it hasn't like escalated that severely. Anyway, went up and uh, I got some behind the um, behind the goals vision Footage. of. of Incident. You don't really uh, see the first hit, do you? You see like the. Well, he was playing as a defender on Cameron Cloak. Yeah. And Cloak had let up, didn't get used. Satana was right up his ass, body him, body him. And um, Cloak, like pushed him around the throat. Yeah. yeah. They run back to the goal square and um, and Cloak goes to push off again and gets him high. And you, as soon as that happened, Satan's like, just gone fucking Mitch Robinson eyes, like full crazy. <laughs> and Cloakie's let out again. And Satan has just caught up to him and just gone, Black. Yep. Yeah. And then Cloakie's hit the deck and, and Satan, I think, is waiting for some retaliation. He's like, oh, well, he's not getting up. He's fucking pretty limp. I'll just kick him. I'll just kick him while he's down. So he just booted him in the ass and... Uh, yeah, shit. Mate, the, the people overseas look at mate, AFL mate, just we, think that, it's nuts. And they see teammates. Yeah. Like, mate, they, we, we, that, that was the go, though, mm. during that time at, at Carlton. Like, we, there'd be an incident a week. Like, you, you think we, we'd train three um, solid footy, footy sessions a week, competitive stuff. And these, these are 45 blokes there to prove a point. Trying to get a strong. Try, yeah, yeah, yeah. And going hammer and tong. You know, they're made of the right stuff. And there, there was punches thrown regularly. Yeah. Well, the, the, the footage of we've been trying to get, and you can't find it anywhere, is when Nigel Smart 
punched the piss out of Bassett. It was at Hindmarsh. At Hindmarsh Stadium. They were training at Hindmarsh Stadium. Yeah, right. And they had a push and a shove. And I remember Channel 10, it was like breaking news. And they stood there and Smart went, oh, you're going to do this, are you? And like, Bassett's thrown on it. Smart's landed about <laughs> six on the button and then Bassett hit him back. But you can't find the footage anywhere. I've searched yeah, a no, I've a searched long time. I can't, can't find get it. it but yeah, yeah, I right. Bassett around that about that. Catch up with Bass pretty frequently. It was oh, fuck off. Man at the club now, so. How's he going there? He's uh, oh, awesome. full-time. Uh, he's your yeah, number so he's two. Well, he got a ratio over the line, mate. So. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, so he, um, no, so we've got, obviously, Kenny's the main man. Vossi is the 2IC, I guess. Um, but Bass is probably the brains behind the whole operation. Um, just a very unique mind. He's very unique. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a, yeah, he's a, um, Footy intense, isn't he? Like he's uh, just yeah. so into footy. And oh the, yeah, the but he just—I think he just thinks of the, about the game very differently to most other people. Mm. People just see it for what it is, but he'll—he'll he'll kind of see it from a different angle and pick things out that that other people sort of miss. And he was a fucking gun. <laughs> yeah, he was a gun. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he? yeah. You look back and, <laughs> yeah. and the, he's, the golden fist of he's not huge. No, he's not a huge. But he held held down full back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. Yeah, um, he was oh, a superstar. Crazy competitor, like yeah. Yeah. amazing. Just mental. Well, Colo and him always punch up win in, all the time. Uh, yeah. At Nord, didn't they? That in the. That's right in the race. Were you playing in that one? Hey, I was in. No, I was injured. Yeah. I was in the grandstand, <laughs> and I was sitting up there with Ben Fisher, and Ben Fisher went to go down to the rooms, and he runs up. He goes, "Hearts, there's a fucking punch on in the in the um in the race," and Tom just jumped out of his seat, running down there. <laughs> And it all fucking broken up, and there's security and this and that. And Col- I'll, I'll run down the race, and Colo's screaming at Bode and Bassett oh, and Jace this Bode, and that. Yeah. And I was just like, "What the fuck has happened here?" And apparently, yeah, I, I don't know what happened. That's the easiest of fish. Oh mate, but yeah, yeah competitive. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. He still plays like cricket competitively and. He does it dominates. Like Pulte, he put, nah, he? for Kensington. Kensington. I don't know. Was he playing for Kensington? Yeah. Fuck. In the lower not, grades, but yeah, not district. Nah, it's like a, it's like it's a the shit different that competition that Adam plays in. <laughs> um, but yeah, still dominates that. But yeah, he's just a he's a um, well, he, he was, brilliant coach. So him, brilliant Simon, coach. and Tim Weatherall. I remember yep. the photo in the paper. All three of them in. One of them had Nord gear on. Simon had South gear, and Weatherwood had Sturt. Yeah, and that's they had the cricket gear is that on. because that's who they played for? Or? Yeah, I think oh, so. You fucking idiot. But Bassett and Simon got drafted, but then Weatherwood played yeah. three hundred uh, games yeah, for yeah. Sturt. Yeah, but yeah. Bassett was. Like, all three of them were top flight. Another state one. Cricketers another that one. The demons let go. <laughs> exactly. All three of them would have played long careers for mm. the Redbacks and yeah. probably... Really? Uh, Is that... Yeah? Yeah. They yeah. Were, all three of them were out now. Gun cricketers. Gun cricketers. But footy chosen first. Well, Bass, Bass made 90-odd the other day yeah, in this, a couple in of weeks this league. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he still they, makes they stuck were, runs. They were superstar cricketers. Like, I have... Whether one of them, all of them, but Simon, they've always said, would have played... Right. If he didn't play AFL, he probably would have... Maybe played for Australia. Or definitely would have played. Well, definitely, I'd so. heard of when I'd heard of Simon before he got drafted, but mm. I'd only ever heard cricket. cricket. Mm. Yeah. He was yeah, always right. a better cricketer. Yeah. Like he had, he's well, got the record of like nine for six uh, or something. Didn't under fifteens, you yeah. I was going to talk about your cricket, bloody keeper. You boys are South Road Kings. Well, he was a cri- he was a wicket keeper growing up. 
that could yeah. bat a bit. Um, yeah, sort of took it seriously until 15, 16, but footy was footy always the number over, one thing. Yeah. I think for both of us it was like cricket was something we did to pass the time almost in summer until mm, footy rolled around again. Rolled um, yeah. Not that we weren't competitive at... Oh, it's still you know, we to make s- a run. Yeah. yeah. Even some of the contests we had in the backyard were, were pretty fiery from time to time. I think that's probably why we got Tom, to where we got to. But Tommy um, threw a cricket at bat at me once and <laughs> sm- wore it on the elbow. Like, <laughs> for uh, he yeah. fucking smacked that compo cricket ball into my face that time. Remember <laughs> at the park? <laughs> we used to play. Remember that parking yeah. at Gold? Yeah, at, I remember. At it. You, you, you say four. Yeah, say four with <laughs> me chin. <laughs> Fuck. I'm like. I used to, I used to, um, I used to throw the ball when I used to bowl as a kid. Like a malinga. Just throw it, yeah, yeah, just the bent elbow action. Anyway, fucking using the compo, I would have been probably. So dad, dad was our my year seven <laughs> cricket coach, so he'd bring home the team kit. So we were just like loving it, oh. loving it, man. <laughs> yeah, we'd take the wooden yeah. stumps over the park, GM cricket bats and these compos. Me and versus I'd be Adam for fucking six hours. Adam, <laughs> Adam always <laughs> fucking batting. He's like twelve or thirteen. I'm like. Fucking I don't Three. Know, eight, we'll nine. Swap when you get me out, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've like thrown this like pie up to Dehydrated. He's just crunched this like straight drive. This compo fucking stomped me. Stomped it, me and a compo up. for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what compo is, it's <laughs> literally a fucking ball of concrete painted <laughs> <and> red. Fucking <laughs> like indoor cricket ball but harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking try, try it. Was funny when you first it. said compo and I'm like, oh, I haven't heard <laughs> that yeah. for fucking years. Yeah. 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 Straight into the jaw, fucking <laughs> sprinted across the road, four miles out. <laughs> Adam, Adam. <laughs> Are you playing cricket at all still? Are you guys having a hit around at South Rose? He played the I other played way. a couple of weeks ago yeah. with uh, a couple of West Adelaide boys. Yeah. But I hadn't played in th- three years or so. I played a couple of games up in Mildura, but yeah, no. Nah. Oh, mate. I, I just, it's just too time consuming. Yeah. Um, said, yeah. can you stand in the outfield in 40 degree weather? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate taking the kids to the beach in 40 degree weather, let alone sit in the bloody outfield. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, nah, it's good fun, though. Well, boys, we're, we've ticked over a bit tonight, so we could sit here for hours talking, but I'm we'll sure. probably talk more after this, but thanks, Ace, for joining us. Um, thanks for coming in, boys. Hey, welcome, been, lads. Uh, thanks for having good. us. We've got the uh, 2021 season coming up, and pains me to say it, I still reckon <laughs> Porter uh, the Good next chance. in line. So the U, Brisbane... Hey, well, you've got fucking Bucks so line. many teams. You huh? Can't work out whether you're a demon or a crow. Now you're a power enough. Well, <laughs> come on, mate. I'll clear this up, because <laughs> someone fucking said to me the other day, oh, Danny's right, you're a bloody... You're a one... You change your team every week. Hey, rainbow. I am an Adelaide Fucking rainbow, mate. I always will be Rainbow. Life, but then I support my brother. If, if Melbourne sack him next year... I'll burn every fucking bit of Melbourne <laughs> apparel and Because you're supporting well, your brother. So you can support you. your brother without fucking having Melbourne apparel. Oh, right, I ask you, can you support Port without having a Port shit? No, Mate, he's got badges on his scarf. His yeah, power scarf. Mm. He's fucking, he's a good man. Yeah, I hope they're Hamish badges yeah. and not fucking <laughs> some when, when other you're fucking you're in the shadow of your brother, you've got to support player. him quite heavily, don't Tom you, Logan. <laughs> Tommy Logan badges. <laughs> Tommy Logan badges. Yeah. <laughs> Well, boys, thanks for joining us. It's been uh, it's been great. I hope you've all had a laugh listening. But uh, yeah, good luck for for, for the next thanks, season mate. with the power and good luck at Westies, mate. And uh, if Gotchi fucks up, uh, Hartlett will swoop That's and it. Mm-hmm. start the dynasty of Hartlett. But, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll leave this. You haven't got a song picked, have you? I did have one, you but I have. forgot to look it up. You done you? You would. Yeah. You had Hammer singing "Tear Us Apart" at some player yeah. review, didn't you? Fuck you boys have done your research <laughs> You've had a look through the fucking YouTube And, 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 all and, that was, sort of and he was alright until all the nuffs joined in yeah. And drowned him out
I'll back myself in on the vocals. <laughs> well, mate, if, uh, there's one person we want though. Been trying. I've been talking to Dogger to come on, and he's been saying no, he won't come on, but he I'll, listens. I'll message him. Yeah, you got to come make on. Make sure he gets here. But uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, enjoy, people. We'll uh, see you soon. Thanks, boys. Hooray, folks. <laughs>